to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Match Podcast. This week's episode, I am going to welcome a friend to the podcast and a friend of mine. Uh, he's been on a few different times in the past, and we're going to welcome him back this go around as well. Uh, sorry, uh, this is a uh, bright and early recording for me. Normally, I'm just getting up and moving around, so. I apologize. Uh, so for this episode, we're going to be welcoming back our good friend Raj to the podcast. Uh, he is um, uh, the operator and facilitator of Open Talk on Instagram and website, correct? Indeed, I am. Thank you for having me back on. Um, this is my third time back on now, so okay. I'm very happy. And obviously, we're here to talk about um, mental health during this time of the season, I believe. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, I appreciate you making the time to be on, especially this time of year, just with the holidays and everything being around and, and, yeah. you know, it's just tough. So Yeah, no, of course. It's a big opportunity for me, like coming on off the map podcast is a big opportunity for me and I appreciate it. So thank you for having me back on. Yeah, never a problem, my friend. So with this time of year, again, just being what it is. You know, it's a festive time. It's family time mm -hmm. for a lot. But, you know, for so many others, for one reason or, or another, it, it's not necessarily the happiest time of the year or even, you know, the most anticipated time of the year for, you know, for what some make it out to be. Um, and I even can say for myself, as much as I love Christmas and you know, having have my daughter now, and she's so excited for it. This time of year still kind of bogs me down just a touch. Yeah. But you know, you know what? It was so weird that you messaged me and you were like, um, "I would like to do a podcast about uh, mental health this time of the season." Because I remember a few days before that, me and one of my mates we were talking, and he was saying how um, this time of the year is normally when he's like down feeling a bit upset so it, it's like a seasonal thing for him so it, we don't know whether it's seasonal affective disorder or not but i feel like this time of the year a lot of people even people who don't who may not have any mental health issues go through like mental stress feel like mental health problem even i was like it's weird because like if i look back in previous years it's always this time of the year where stuff gets difficult for me and I was wondering, why is that? Like, what is the reason that too, where people experience more mental health issues during like the winter season compared to other seasons? And I think it really comes down. One of the main factors that I thought on top of my head was that um, with winter, we associate with, you know, spending family time, being with family, connecting with them, um, staying indoors because obviously it's cold and stuff, whatnot. And then during summer, we associate more like going out, enjoying, going on holiday, stuff like that. And I feel like, especially in the modern world nowadays, I feel like a lot of people, more and more people are now like disconnected and feel more disassociated with their family. And they may not have 
someone they could go to or someone they could spend Christmas with, which I guess can play a part with when it comes to like mental health during this time of the year. I know about you, but that's just something I thought about initially when obviously you asked me to talk about mental health during this time of the season. Sure. And I, I do agree that, you know, it, that can be a huge factor, you know, especially as the years have come about and we've got more social media to kind of get more stories from individuals, you know, where, you know, you might have someone who's just estranged from their family, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be they're the black sheep and they just, you know, never feel like they're part of that group. You may have individuals who family wise, you know, may live their lives differently. And the family just says, look, you know, don't bother coming or the family welcomes them. And it's just very uncomfortable. And, you know, topics come up, whether it be intentional or not, that make the individual feel unwelcomed. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, as you said, you know, with it being, you know, these colder months, especially if you're in the northern states or, or country, yeah. you know, you're, you're indoors, you're not really getting a lot of sunlight. And that's instrumental in, you know, how we feel. So, you know, those are some things that, you know, kind of sit at the top of my head when I think about this time of year. And again, even for myself, I think it's definitely seasonal weather based yeah. here. Because, you know, I'll wake up. I woke up yesterday. Just, mm. you know, it, it was a nice day. It was a nice looking day. My daughter came into my room, woke me up. She's excited just because, you know, she's six. You know, yeah. six-year-olds are excited about anything. The wind blows a certain yeah. way. And they're like, yes, the wind's blowing. Um, yeah. You know, but, I, you know, I, I got up and went to work and just felt, you know, I wasn't miserable by any means. But I was just like, Ugh, man, this is... It doesn't, you know, it's not, yeah. it just doesn't feel right. Anyway. Even the weather here is so weird. Last week it was like minus two. Today it's like 10 degrees. Like the weather definitely do not help mental health because there are studies which are shows how weather correlates with mental health and stuff. And the way the world is going right now, uh, it's definitely not looking good. No, it, it's troubling you know at times when mm-hmm. you know I, i've been putting up on my instagram a, a bit more lately just talking about um depression yeah uh, you know mental health uh, suicide awareness things of that yeah. nature especially because uh I, I know one of the bigger news stories was uh, a gentleman who was on the ellen show twitch who had taken oh, his own yeah. life um yeah it's it, actually crazy because i'm doing my uh, masters at the moment and uh, one of the modules is um it's like professional practice so it's looking at um using counseling skills in a professional setting and we did suicide uh suicide uh, risk assessment and that lecture was very eye-opening for me because i felt like okay this is something that professionals should learn but I feel like it was something like everyone should know because the main, uh, long story short, the main point of that session that I learned is take any sort of hint of suicidal 
uh, thoughts or if someone feels like they're going to be suicide, even when someone goes, you know, sometimes people are, like, oh, I want to kill myself. And some people just bat an eye to it thinking, oh, they're just saying that. It's like you should take those things seriously. And coming back to this season as well, I feel like it goes up, that suicide rate, which is really shocking because recently I've been seeing, seeing a lot more stories of suicide and it's for various reasons as well it's not like just there's a single cause of suicide it's like bullying I'm seeing a lot more kids committing suicide because of bullying uh relationship breakdown um I did see the thing about that guy twitch but I'm not sure what was the reason to suicide but it just shows like even celebrities um like no matter how famous or rich you are happiness doesn't come along with it i completely agree with that and i think well i will say this as far as twitch goes and the ellen show and everything that that comes with that i'm not terribly familiar Mm -hmm. but i know that it seemed you know it was very impactful because uh, you know the show was wildly popular and you know individuals that i've encountered you know, brought it up to me, uh, you know, like, mm. you know, did you hear about Twitch? I was like, I, I've seen the story, you know, and then I let them know, like, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but, you know, I have to be honest, I'm not terribly familiar with his work or the show, just, you know, not out of disrespect or anything. It's just, I, I'm not familiar, but, you know, you know, the few things that, you know, I was able to see about it, you know, it was just, it was unexpected, yeah. which, in most cases, you know, that's how it goes. You know, you just, it, it's unexpected. And when you, you know, again, just look at, you know, people think, oh, well, you know, they're celebrity, they've got all this money, they got all this notoriety, you know, fame. And, you know, that doesn't equate happiness, you know. Uh, you know, he's a hard worker, you know, you know, that's, that's, you know, something that we all strive, you know, to be and you know, we, we admire and, you know, that's a good thing, but, you know, it's, I think sometimes with people, you know, we have other things going on inside of us, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you feel like you're a burden or whether it's, you feel like, you know, you know, you'll never amount amount to you know much and and that's just a crazy you know unfortunate thing about it is you know you see the celebrity and mm. you know this this takes place and you know there, there's no like you know pointing fingers or blaming or anything yeah you yeah. know and that it, it's just you know this moment where you want to understand um like I said looking for this you know look listening for the signs you know if somebody mm you know, makes mention of something, but also it's not always that cut and dry either. You know, sometimes people just, you know, there's a post that I have here in my queue and, you know, it's, it's celebrities, it's Robin Williams, it's Twitch, um, you know, to name a couple, um, you know, and they're smiling and says, this is what depression looks like. And, you know, you just never know who's dealing with what. Exactly. Um, I've actually got up, a news article about um, Twitch's uh, death and um, they asked his grandfather about it and his grandfather said two days before he actually committed suicide 
um, he spoke to him on the phone and he said he was the same happy-go-lucky person that he's always been. We had no indication that anything was out of the ordinary. And I think that's important to consider as well because suicide is something, it could just be out of nowhere. Like today, someone could be happy, the same person tomorrow, they could wake up with something on their mind that could just push them to the edge to do something. And that's important to consider. And that's like a constant reminder, you know, to check in those people who are quiet, to check in on those people who may have had history of suicidal thoughts or attempt of suicide that you may think, oh, they're over it now, but they might not be. It's still in the back of the mind that's playing because people with suicidal thoughts, they are, they are good at um, putting a mask on. They put on an act where they may look happy, they may look fine, but um, they're not. And I think like histories of like famous people committing suicide have shown that because there have been like days, like there'll be like a day before where they might be on a TV show, they might be doing an interview or they might be on their social media looking happy and then the next day all of a sudden they've committed suicide out of the blue. So things like that is important to consider. Yeah, that's that's um, you know kind of the the case, especially when Robin Williams, uh, you know, passed. It yeah. you know everyone you know he he's a comedian he you know he's a comedic actor, and you know always put a smile on everyone's face. And with that, I almost feel like you know with when that happened, everyone it, it was like everyone lost you know, a family member, everyone lost an uncle, you know, a dad, um, just like how that was connected to us as fans. Uh, I, I, you know, go back and forth with a friend of mine as we all lost a friend several years back. And we, mm-hmm. we were just talking about it over the weekend. Uh, we, we disagree on, you know, the circumstances. Um, you know, he believes that the friend, you know, took his own life intentionally and I just don't believe that that's the case, but you know, that's just the thing when it comes to suicide, you don't know. I mean, I spoke with this friend, you know, an hour before or hours before it happened. I don't know when exactly Mm. um, the time of death, but I spoke with him, you know, at two in the morning and we're, you know, we're on the phone and we talked until about three 30 AM and you know, he was gone hours later and, yeah. you know, in, in, in our conversation, you know, we made plans for the next day and everything. And those are the types of things though, that can happen. You know, you know, they're making plans that you know, they'll go to the grocery store, buy, a, you know, kitchen full of groceries, you know, pay their bills, mm-hmm. do, do everything like normal. And then, you know, unfortunately, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, by that thought or it's just, you know, they're carrying on like normal and, and then it happens, but yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking. It is, it is. Um, I remember I was like five. Um, I had an uncle, so it was my mom's brother. He committed suicide I, at the time. I, I didn't understand the concept of suicide. Didn't know what was going on. All I got in my head was that he took his life. But then growing up, the more I found out, um, it was more like he was suffering with depression. He was going through his own family problems. 
um, he felt all this guilt and betrayal and he couldn't take anymore, so this took his life. And obviously, it didn't affect me as much because I was young and I didn't understand it. But then looking back at how it affected like my mom and like uh, family members that was close to him, it shows it shows like the value of life and it shows how important it is to try and support those as well. Cause to be honest, um, so my uncle committed suicide while he was in jail, I believe he was falsely imprisoned uh, due to some situation and he did it then. And obviously he had no support network. He had no one to tell him or support him through that. So that was the reason why he took his life. But um, it's important you know, like I keep on saying it, but it is important to check in on those who who you feel like might be at risk of suicide and stuff. And something else that's important to consider that I've learned is um, suicidal ideation. So that um, comes under the professional practice thing, but it's looking at like how often someone thinks about suicide, um, how intense um, their thoughts are and how long they have these thoughts for so these three things are something you might want to if you know someone close to you so you have a friend or family that um who you know is at risk of suicide those three things are important to consider and then it's also important to consider how you can support and divert those thoughts as well um that comes under like protective factors so you want to think about what factors could you use to help them escape these thoughts and stuff. So like examples of protective factors comes under like um, giving them reasons for living. Um, they might have children or like make them feel like they belong in a social group. Um, they might have people who depend on them. It's, it's just like these little things. They do not think about it in a moment, but if they just have someone over their shoulder that reminds them of these things, it's a way to bring down that risk. That in, you know, that's very important there to to understand that, you know, as we encounter, you know, friends or family in our lives that, you know, it, it may. You know, sometimes again, it's not always obvious, but you know, you, you know, if you get a feel or a sense, you know, someone just seems a little um, blue, I guess, for lack mm. of a better term, and you know, you just want to be there. You know, those those you know points that it just gave us are very important to know and understand. Um, mm. I I have a friend who you know, I've been speaking with lately and, and they've been, they've got a lot on their plate right now. And mm. sometimes I, I think we both fall into this category. When I first started going to therapy, my therapist asked me, one of the first questions was um, on a scale of one through 10, you know, how suicidal are you? something to that effect that is the word and is definitely butchered for sure. And, you know, I says to her, I'm at a two. And she goes, well, why not one? He's like, well, I don't want to kill myself by any means, mm. but 
you know, if if something happens, I'm not going to fight it. You know, I'm not against it. That was 12 years ago, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, I have a friend, I think, you know, as we talk you know, and everything that's kind of falling down on them right now, especially, you know, you know, they, they've even kind of said it, you know, outright. It's like, you know, I don't want to hurt myself by, you know, any stretch of the imagination. But if I didn't wake up in the morning, I wouldn't be mad at it, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's scary to hear things like that from a friend, especially someone that you care about, because, you know, when is that switch from, you know, I don't want to harm myself to it actually becoming what they feel like is the only option. Yeah. One, one of the reasons why I do what I am is because, like, growing up, I've been in different situations. So um, a situation that I spoke about in uh, my friend's podcast was like, um, uh, I was with my mate, uh, we're like 14, 14, I want to say 13, actually. So we're like 13. And obviously, we're in secondary school. Uh, he was in a relationship with a girl at the time. So young love, whatnot. Um, that girl was, she had her own problems uh, from a young age. And that stemmed from like family stuff. I think her mom passed away when she was young. So she had all these issues going on at such a young age. And um, I remember we were having a sleepover and um, his girlfriend uh, messaged him, messaged her friends like a long paragraph um, hinting at she wanted to take her own life type of thing. And um, we know she has a history of self-harm because we've seen marks on her arm and whatnot. And um, we received a message from our friends saying, yeah, we think she's going to self-harm or even worse might, you know, take her own life. We ran from my house to her house. We did it really quickly. And then I remember knocking on the door and her dad answered the door. And literally, I was out of breath and I had to tell her what we think is trying to self-harm, whatnot. And then... uh, the dad had to run upstairs, uh, check in on her, stop her. And um, yeah, so it's like situations like that growing up. Even at a young age, hearing that, you might think, oh, it's silly, whatnot. But like anyone at any age goes through that type of stuff. And yeah, it's, it's like situations like that, you know. And like there was another situation where uh, this person that I knew um i think they were like 15 at the time so i was a bit more older uh they were younger than me their partner broke up and i remember i went to go meet them because they said they were feeling very upset whatnot and i remember they had a bag on them i looked into their bag and it was like loads of paracetamol and like at that point i was very scared because obviously i'm i'm probably like 16 at this point and i had no idea what to do whatnot i was just trying to talk them out of it um trying to calm them down and then finally once they were calmed down i sent them they went home they were fine but like it's just yeah so like growing up seeing stuff like that it makes you realize how important and how overlooked suicide is is in a way because i feel like some people don't know don't look at these signs they don't know how to deal with it whatnot and yeah it's 
it's it's just it is scary like for example like your situation with your friend like luckily i haven't experienced anything where i've spoke i was speaking to someone and then a few hours later they've taken their own life because i don't i can't imagine how hard that would hit with my friend uh in the past who who unfortunately um lost his life you know again for me speaking with him he was you know you know we've we've talked about it before in the past he and i and um you know any anytime he called you know i was i was in a rush to get there there was one night he called and he said outright you know i am not feeling okay mm. i think i'm going to do something you know wrong i rushed out the door to my car mm. somehow some way i didn't close my car door all the way so the light was on and the battery drained oh. and you know I'm, I'm freaking out so i run back in the house and i call him and i told him like look man i'm trying to i, I, I just called a cab i'm trying to get to you and we talked for about 15 20 minutes and you know he says to me you know what don't worry about it dude the fact that you're trying as hard to get to me it helps a lot right now and what's going on yeah. and you know at the time foolishly you know I, I feel like okay cool everything's good and left it at that now that night he was perfectly fine you know after the talk you know we carried on and, you know kind of looking back on it it's like despite him telling me don't worry about it i should have still caught the cab over there um because it, it could have gone horribly wrong uh you know but in the instance that you know i spoke with him hours before he actually um passed you know for he and i you know the conversation again you know i was watching ufc i invited him over it was late already. He was like, dude, I'm really tired. I don't feel too great. And normally I would tell him, like, dude, come crash on my couch. But he's a wild sleeper. And my living room was cluttered with a lot. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, man, I don't need him over here kicking my shit over. Like, like, nah, man, stay home. And, you know, kind of looking back on it now, it's like, man, I wish I would have, you know, had him come over. Uh, you know, that could have been all the difference in the world. And... And the reason why my other friend believes that he took his own life is that just a week prior, he had stopped by just randomly. This friend uh, who, who um, passed, he had stopped by our other friend's house and hung out with him all day and just really opened up and talked about a lot of dark stuff. And then he stopped by my house right after that that evening and he and i talked for about half an hour outside just sitting on the car and he seemed a little different but you know nothing was alarming and you know the week went on you know like normal you know we text we talked and then that saturday night going into sunday you know um he passed away and you know the the other friend said you know after we talked he explained everything that took place in their conversation a week prior and that's what led him to believe that he had taken his own life 
You know, mm. My my feeling on it is I I'm not saying that he wouldn't have. I'm just saying I don't think in that moment it was intentional. This friend uh, did have a drug problem, and I I wonder if it was accidental that you know in those hours. Um, again, you know I'm not saying you know that you know what the other friends conversations with him were doesn't lead you know wasn't something alluding to you know potentially taking his own life i just don't think it was in that moment that you know the, those feelings were there um so i don't know it, it's really hard when it comes to the ideal of suicide and and you know where we are, especially as a world, because like I said, we have a lot more uh, media on it, social media, regular, you know, traditional media, mainstream media, if you will, um, that, yeah. that shines a light on it. But, you know, then the questions that I start having is, uh, you know, with this rise in it, is it, is it considered a rise in suicide or is it only looking like a rise because we have the media uh, spotlight on it now? Um, I think it's definitely a rise in suicide for sure because there is there are different factors that I think now play more of a part than the previously. So for example, like the COVID, COVID actually like shot um suicide rate up by a lot and we might think as a society we're moving forward but i feel like coming towards mental health yeah there's a lot of media spotlight on it now there's a lot more people speaking up for it but the issues are still there and there are issues even rising like i can't believe i'm seeing this but in 2022 bullying is still a big thing Racism is still a big thing. Homophobia is still a big thing. Um, and it's crazy because it's just, it seems like it's getting worse, to be honest. And and I feel like there's more, maybe, yeah, media is showing more of it now as well, definitely. Because in the past, there have been cases where people may not know about at all, like you said. Um, but, but yeah, I feel like, it, there is definitely an increase and there's just different there's just more and more factors playing into it now sure um, um in yeah. the bullying uh point that you bring up I, I think is a very strong point that has always been something that's there you know i remember asking my wife you know as we we're watching some movies from the 80s one night and you know I know the world's a big world, so everyone's experience varies. But yeah. as I'm watching, um, I can't remember what we're watching. And, I, you know, I says to my wife, it was like, I wonder if bullying that we see now was a product of the movies, you know, saying this is what bullying is. And yeah you know, people just started to emulate that or if someone saw this experience and put it in the movie, um, you know, because 
I remember growing up and being picked on myself and it was mm-hmm. never anything like, you know, you see in the movies, it was, you know, like little subtle things um, that, that, you know, kids would pick on, pick on you about like, whether it be, you know, your clothes not being, you know, a specific brand or, yeah. um, you know, you know, we're all awkward at that, that stage in life, you know, being little kids. So, you know, you, you might have you, your feet grew faster than the rest of your body. So, you know, you're getting picked on because of your feet or, you know, you got big ears or something, you know, and, and, you know, you see, you know, this, this thing with bullying that kind of carries on, but um, I, I feel like as the years kind of moved, you know, into the current, you started seeing more children taking their lives because of the bullying whether it be from classmates or even from their own parents it's actually i I actually can't believe i'm saying bullying is still a thing because i remember when i was in school so like six years back um it was there it was evidently there and i thought maybe as society goes forward because there's been changes like obviously like with like blm uh, more awareness in um uh, the lgbtq and stuff like that there'll be less of it there's more and more and in the uk as well like like i, d- I don't get it it's like they think it's cool bullying people they record it they record them bullying people they post it on their social media and then they'll caption it be like oh look at this uh pussy or whatnot and i'm like it's not cool it's cr- it's disgusting and i was like what goes through their mind to do it because on whilst they're recording the person they're bullying that person inside is having so much like thoughts building up in that moment and at any point it could just get too much for them and cause suicide it's actually oh uh just yeah bullying is just something i can't get my head around honestly i i agree it's a weird thing because like like you said you know when you're in school you know, not too long ago. And then I was in school many, many years ago. And it was a thing then. It continued to be a thing. It's still a thing. And I have a friend, whenever we talk, you know, they, they well, it's not an all the time thing that comes up. But, you know, when the topic of bullying has come up, they believe bullying is necessary. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I mean, go tell that to the parents who lost a child to to suicide because their child was bullied you know go tell that to you know the individual who's harming themselves right now because of being bullied you know and i i think that falls into that pocket though where you know our experiences you know we can't see outside of our own bubble we can't see outside of the world that we've come up in you know in our little communities where we're like well that was never a factor for me so you know or i'm tough i dealt with it everyone else should have to deal with it, which I can't wrap my brain around that either. It's like, just because you went through a bad experience doesn't mean, you know, everyone else should have that same experience. Yeah, uh, We're all built different. And another thing as well, um, I'm seeing, I don't know if there's a rise in this, but I'm seeing a lot more kids with like needs are getting bullied. So I'm seeing more autistic kids getting bullied. Like, it's just un- unbelievable. Like what people think to do stuff like that like I'm, be, I'm seeing videos of kids who are clearly suffering from autism 
getting bullied because of their needs or getting bullied because they're just easy to pick on and it's just ridiculous and stuff like that just yeah it's just i don't know it's yeah, a really it, it's just a hard topic to get my head around i don't get it absolutely well it's like you said with the amount of awareness that's out there you would think that this is something that's no longer an issue because of our awareness versus now it's almost like the and maybe it's that the awareness being there has kind of helped but again with social media everyone having a camera at their disposal now we mm. see it more now than you know and it could be kind of in those waning moments where you know possibly the awareness is there and it's bringing it down i also think about here in the u.s you know when you look at like you know southern states and middle america stuff like that where there is you know sometimes this ideal of you know again you know like you know people say well you know back then we didn't have all this autism you know you know nowadays we have it and you know we didn't have all all this stuff back then it's like well maybe we didn't have the awareness of it then maybe yeah. we didn't understand it back then you know versus now and you know and sometimes you know that you know carries into you know the bad attitude carries into affecting someone where someone's gonna say oh well you know this rise in suicide everyone's just soft it's like no i i, I don't think that's the case at all i, I think you know a, a piss poor attitude towards people mm. who who need someone yeah that that's a contributing factor so you can't say oh well they're soft because they feel this way they feel that way you know what it really comes down to is just have some compassion and care yeah another thing i want to touch upon on as well um earlier you mentioned about drug problem um about your friend who had a drug problem and i feel like that so I personally, I'm a very anti-drug guy. I'm anti-weed because growing up, I've seen how weed affected people mentally, financially, socially, and physically. Like people, uh, people think weed is the go-to thing when they're like stressed or like when they want to chill out. But drugs and like stuff like weed is what it adds on to that stress because it it gives you that mindset where you can you just think about nothing but that constant problem you may think you're escaping it you think you're escaping reality but what it's actually doing is it's it's giving you a reason to think more about the problem in hand and a lot of people nowadays forget how drugs can play a part in that mental stress and even worse can push you to suicide because once you're addicted to a specific drug, that could be your go-to way in the future to then overdose and take your own life. So things like that. If you know someone who's doing drugs or like, or you've noticed that they've got into a habit, which they normally don't, then it is something to think about. And also, I know I've been saying um, when it comes to like suicide, there's stuff that we can do to prevent it. But I'm not saying we have the key to like prevent suicide what i'm saying is like 
if we can notice the risks early on, then there is something we can do about it. We can, it's easier to talk them out of it uh, before it's too late. Because, for example, I knew someone who was very suicidal. And when I had people messaging me through open talk, one thing I like to go through, so the protective, my go-to protective factor is when someone says, oh, I just want to take my own life, what I say is, okay, who is the person that you care about the most or who is the person that um, you're closest to? Um, normally people would say mum, some people would say like younger sibling and I'd be like, okay, put yourself in, put, uh, I would be like, put them in your shoes. So say if your younger sibling that's getting these thoughts, what would you tell them? And then they would be like, oh, I'd tell them you shouldn't be saying stuff like that. You shouldn't think about suicide. And I was like, there you go. I was like, that's exactly what they say to you. But then there was this one person where I was like, okay, if your younger, sis uh, younger sister um, was having these suicidal thoughts, what would you tell them? And they were like, I'll tell them to take their own life. So at that point, I realised, okay, this person is too far gone for me to help. And that's when you have to, you know, call for help. That's when you get professionals involved. So what I'm saying is, is if he can notice the signs early on, then, yeah, there is something that we can all do about it to stop that. But then if it's too late, then then you probably need to get a real help emergency involved. Um, and that point there that you just made I, I think is important though we you know want to be there for our friends and family in these moments of of uh crisis we also have to understand that we're not professionals and you know like you said if they're too far gone you know we we need to really then look into getting them some someone that can you know better assist and and help them because you know i think about that with my buddy one of the things i said to him like because i mentioned you know we've had this talk before he and i and one of the times he flat out said he you know was suicidal um and this isn't related to the time that, you know, my car battery died. This was a time even before that when we were younger, well, much younger. And he mentions it. And selfishly, you know, I, I thought to myself, you know, after the fact, and I go, well, if you kill yourself, what the fuck am I going to do? Mm. Like, because, you know, you know, this is my best friend. And I told him, I was like, what the fuck would I do if you kill yourself? I'm going to fucking be a train wreck. Like, you know, don't fuck around. And, yeah. you know, looking back on it, I feel like, you know, that, you know, it was kind of, you know, selfishly, you know, putting the attention on myself at the time and, you know, not even really thinking about it, you know, as something that might even contribute to, you know, his wanting to take his life I because, you know, no. that that is a very common thing um, where it's, um, when someone who's thinking of suicide even i'm even i'm uh guilty of this you'll be like oh what is this person going to do without you what are what's your parents going to do without you what's your siblings gonna do? what am i going to do without you but i think we say that out of panic and i think the most important thing is to let them know why they should 
live on for themselves, why they love themselves, what they have achieved. Um, if you can make them realize the importance of themselves, and then it's okay to be like, think about this person, that person as well, because it's it comes under like self love as well. Because like I say to a lot of people is if you can't love yourself, how are you gonna learn to love others? So like someone with suicidal thoughts, they don't, they clearly don't love themselves. So they're clearly not gonna care about other people as well. So if you can teach them that self love first, then you can go on to about loving others. But it is a common thing where you'd be like, oh, what am I gonna do? Because I've been guilty of it many times in the past now. And yeah, it is. I, I understand how you feel as well saying it like you have that guilt guiltiness now and whatnot but we all say it in good heart we say it thinking we're going to help them but we just we just don't know what they're actually going through in their mind yeah the the panic part actually when you said it, i was like oh yeah i was definitely in a panic you know when when he and i were yeah. having a conversation um yeah and that was the first thing that came came to my mind i was like dude like seriously like i can't imagine you know you know what comes next when you're not here mm. um you know i i think also where i wonder at least you know with individuals who may um you know suffer from depression or i don't want to say suffer but live with depression and um have you know the suicidal thoughts you know is this you know something that you know is a genetic marker you know that can yeah. you know pass down you know and even if it skips a generation goes on to the next um I, you know again i have a friend you know she has children and you know they're they're approaching their teenage years now and you know one of the children they're just you know she's like you know explaining with this one that they're just very uh she's concerned about them at times you know they don't want to do anything they don't want to interact with anyone you know and and you know they you know the the child has you know even said themselves is like what's the point of me going on what's the point of me doing anything today you know when we're all just going to die eventually you know things like that and I know, the, you know, the mom, you know, has, you know, knowing her from childhood, you know, she's, you know, kind of going through those thoughts and feelings as well. I don't know if she's ever said these things around uh, her daughter. I don't imagine she has, but, you know, it got me thinking about, you know, is this something that, you know, can carry on in genes as well? Yeah. I don't know. This you know this topic is always a heavy one um just just you know when when it brings back thoughts um of you know personal individuals that we know in our lives you know celebrities yeah um, that we know and even people who we know now may be going through some some uh troubling times and then you you think to yourself you know how can i help yeah um, this is when talking about suicide i think there's so many different factors you could consider and 
like we, we spoke about many already. Um, another one that I want to touch upon is um, culture as well. So like, so with me, I've been trying to do a lot more work with mental health within my culture. I'm from a Tamil community and um, I feel like if there are any Tamil people listening, mental health is very, it's like overlooked and not much education done in within our community about it because from within my community we come from a very difficult background where there was like a whole civil war um a lot of uh people died um there was a uh, there was a big genocide in, within our community as well and um mental health is something that's not educated whatnot and recently as well um uh back home so in sri lanka um there have been a lot of suicides recently, actually. And I remember last year, um, one of my sister's friend's brother, he um, committed suicide, he hanged himself. And I remember I went on, uh, my sister messaged me and she was like, I need you to report this post. And I was like, what's that? And someone's actually posted a picture of this person hanging. And I was shocked. I was I was just like, what on earth? It's like, wow. I just couldn't believe it. and. It just goes to show how, like, they don't find stuff like this sensitive uh, within my community. And I say Tamil community. I can even branch that further to South Asian community because I've been doing more and more work on it. And I've having people from, like, whatnot, like India, from, like, Pakistan, um, um, just, like, other people from different, um, uh, from the South Asian community telling me I can relate to this so much. And it's just it's just crazy how, like we were saying earlier, how overlooked like suicide and mental health still is. And this is one of the reasons why I'm still trying to raise awareness within my community, the Tamil community, because because we come from a background that's gone through a lot, and there was no education done. And I feel like kids generation. Uh, kids from my generation sorry are being affected by it because the older generation there's a lack of awareness um they don't know how to react to it they they can even they even contribute it themselves they yeah, add pressure and stuff like that and suicide within my community is definitely going up as well 100 percent. so yeah it's just it's just crazy it's honestly it's just crazy so when you mentioned the, you know, uh, elders, you know, the older individuals, you know, who, I, I guess, you know, with everything that, you know, your people and your culture have gone through, yeah. um, do they kind of embrace it in, in terms of like talking about it and, and, and being, you know, kind of a support group for each other or is it more like yeah like as as you all are aging now and the younger yeah. ones are growing up are you all yeah. taking the lead on it um i think what it is um i said that i spoke about this with my mate actually we were saying how like our parents went through so much way more than probably what we've been through especially because there's a whole war going on in sri lanka when they were growing up and they've lost their loved ones what and many more and because they didn't have any education, any su support group on it. They just learned to like brush it off the shoulder type thing. 
and like some are affected by it but they're probably not aware of them being affected by it so now that they have kids now so when the kids are going through a similar thing they don't bat an eye to it it's like you know you know what i mean because they went through it they didn't know how to deal with it so when they see other people dealing with it they don't know what things to say what not and like there's our common like phrases that you would hear within our community and a big one is like um so i made a post on it actually um um common phrases that you'd hear is stuff like um so if like a kid went to their parents saying oh i'm feeling depressed whatnot they'd be like oh you're not you're not depressed you're just weak-minded um another one would be like you don't need to get treatment because other families will look badly upon our family um if if uh a kid was to go to their mum for example saying oh yeah i'm i think i have depression or i think i'm suffering with this they'll be like oh don't tell your dad because it it will become a big problem um some parents would even be like go as far as to say oh you're just faking it um and stuff like that like it's actually actually a big thing and it's crazy because the amount of like south asian people that agree with me and i'm sure there's other eth- uh like ethnic communities that agree with me because i remember seeing a post uh within like the nigerian community for example where it was so similar and stuff like that but like i said i think within like my community is something that has no awareness um no education and whatnot so that's why i'm trying to like talk more about it sure and that's important that you know there is someone trying to you know bring awareness and and be vocal about it you know because you know if if it's just kind of pushed down and just you know locked away it's only going to get worse yeah um in yeah i don't know you know different communities different um you know just groups you know they all have you know we all have our our you know traumas yeah you know that that can affect us moving on but that doesn't mean to to ignore it or to say you know well you know you know just you know don't talk about it you know you know don't mention this to this individual yeah. you know my uh one friend you know once told her daughter who said eh, you know i think i'm depressed and she was like you're not depressed you're just sad you know it you know that kind of falls into that thing of like you know the parents just kind of like no 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 it's it's not that it's not that yeah you know, like, to take these stuff seriously like you may you may think oh that they don't mean it it's still you know you have to take everything seriously in my opinion now that's something i've learned over this year mm-hmm. as well yeah uh, i put up a post uh not too long ago on instagram um you know and and i've seen you know the meme worded differently over you know time where it's like it says you know your friends would rather hear you hear your complaints than to you know attend your funeral yeah. and uh, you know in other versions of it i think it was you know your friends rather hear you complain than to hear your eulogy and you know i had someone comment they they wrote a pretty nasty comment so i deleted that 
and just blocked mm-hmm. him. I was like, we're not doing this, buddy. And I had another individual uh, make a comment. And you could hear, you know, I could sense the sincerity in his comments. And he was basically saying, you know, I, I kind of disagree with this, you know. And, you know, as he's opening up about it, he's basically stating that from his experience, you know, people may say this, but they don't mean it. And, you know, he gave examples of his own. And I, I sent him a personal message and we talked for a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, very, very nice young man from from, you know, what I gather with the conversation and, you know, it just in that that little bit of a you know back and forth that we had you know that there's this feeling for me at least to take it serious you know i don't know if this guy's a troll or not so i'm going to shoot him a message and you know he and i had a good back and forth and i think we both you know you know really expressed some concerns uh just with with ourselves and you know what we see in the world and in terms of uh, mental health and and suicide awareness, and I'm glad that you know I got to have that conversation with the individual. Uh, yeah. and, and I, I've been checking in on him once per you know once per week just to you know see how he's doing. Because uh, again, like I said, take it serious. You know, there's more things you have to take serious. And you know, and I, I know for some they might think, well, you know, why burden yourself with you know this or burning yourself with that and it's like well i mean and that i think that's part of the thing right there is we have this thought of it being a burden and yeah i i I personally don't think of it that way i know i've had people you know kind of express to me that you know they're concerned because like look man you know you're, you're doing this and doing that for this individual you know but where does it end? And it's like, well, it, it for me, it doesn't, you know, if it's a friend, especially. So Definitely. I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it's frustrating. Um, yeah. I, I guess for me, when people kind of have this insensitivity, especially this time of year. Um, so, but hey. We're, we're, we'll get there. We're learning. We're growing. Yeah. We're learning, and and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll definitely. I think as as a society, we're moving in. I want to say the right direction. Definitely a better di- uh, direction, but the issues are still there. Yes, and yeah. Well, Raj, I want to thank you again for doing this with me and, and sharing your time and making time. Um, I, I always yeah. kind of joke a little bit whenever um, I have you on, I'm like, you're, you're uh, like my own personal therapy session on the podcast. You're my, my personal therapist, even though I actually have therapy uh, later this afternoon. So I, I get a double whammy today, <laughs> but um, it, it, I can't thank you enough for this, man. You know, this no, is, I think is it's- important. This is very therapeutic for me as well to have this type of talk since you don't often get the chance to have chats like this and obviously get to talk about mental health, spread awareness, continue what I'm doing. So um, honestly, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on again. I appreciate it. No problem, my friend. Um, Before we get out of here, any uh, shout outs or mentions you'd like to 
leave us with? Um, all I've got to say is just follow Open Talk um, on Instagram, underscore Open Talk. Um, I'm still posting. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, stuff to do more with my community because, um, yeah, I'm trying to spread awareness. And uh, for my master's project, I'm doing a dissertation on uh, mental health within my community. And it will be looking at other communities as well. So please uh, follow, uh, look out for that. And, yeah, um, that's what I've got to say. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'll put uh, the link up in the show notes and uh, whenever you post, as soon as I see, uh, you know, the the, um, post from you with the uh, color scheme, I get excited. I, you know, I read through it, I save it and mark it all Mm -hmm. for a future repost. Um, So always look forward to your post. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And um, as always, everyone else, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. We do appreciate you. Um, if y'all have any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out to me at uh, wiki on Instagram or Off the Mats Podcast on Instagram. I'm I'm all over Instagram, so you can find me at any any of the many accounts that I have. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out again to our guest here, Raj. Um, you can find him on Instagram at um, underscore Open Talk um on instagram and the link will be below if you all or not below here but below on uh the the show notes on instagram uh, when i post the episode um also um as we're you know having this discussion of a you know very serious topic here i'd like to also just mention if you are feeling you know like you need someone to talk to you're in a tough spot uh, you know, don't, don't be afraid to reach out. Hell, if, if you're listening to this and you're one of my friends and, and you're going through something, shoot me a message, you know, and my phone's always on and I'm a night owl. So, you know, you can catch me at just about any hour, literally any hour I'm available. Um, also, you know, if, if you, you know, you're going through something and we're not friends and, and you don't feel comfortable reaching out to me. Uh, you know, especially when it comes to the thought of suicide, there is the, um, here in the U S uh, the suicide prevention, uh, lifeline. Uh, you can reach out to that as well. It's 1-800-273-TALK, or if you need the numbers for that, 8255. So, uh, you know, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to open up. Don't be afraid to talk. Um, Otherwise, thank you again, everyone. We love you. You guys keep listening to the show and we're going to keep making them. Thank you, everybody. And bye. They poet said. Now let me sing songs.